Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird Marketing. You're listening to Flock Stars, the Ponderings from the Perch miniseries. In this season of Flock Stars, we're showcasing amazing people who attended the 2018 Women in Research Executive Retreat. You'll get to hear from these market research experts in short, bite-sized episodes. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Greenbook. Through their blog, leading market research directory, and other publications, Greenbook connects marketers and insights professionals with people, information, and ideas that generate better business results. So whether you're looking for a focus group facility or just want to stay up to date with the ever-evolving insights industry, Greenbook is the resource for you. Check out all they have to offer at greenbook.org. We love it. We know you'll love it. On this mini-sode is Nancy Hernan. She is the CEO of G3 Translate. We've known each other for many years. In fact, full disclaimer, Nancy is a client of mine and um, love, love, love getting to hang out with her. And it was a total treat on top to be able to hang out at Wire Exec Retreat together. So welcome, Nancy, to the show. Thank you, Priscilla. I'm glad to be here. Well, we, we did do some business, but we also had some fun while we were there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It was a it was a great group of uh, ladies this year, for sure. Yeah. And there was great shopping. You and I um, specifically enjoyed some of the shopping that was to be. Oh, yes. But that was our secret. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I totally let the cat out of the bag. I'm sorry. I didn't know we should have you should have sent me the memo, Nancy. I didn't know. Uh, No worries. No worries. I'm I'm, I'm an addict. I can't help it. (laughs) Well, what's interesting is that you've been a part of WIRE for much longer than I have. So tell me a little bit about how how you actually came to be a part of uh, WIRE and then how you came to be a part of WIRE Exec. What was that journey for you? Um, well, you know, it's funny. Um, it's been a while since I, I first heard about Wire. I mean, I've known Kristen Luck for many years, um, and she's always been uh, an inspiration and uh, a great person in the industry to to talk to whenever I had issues or questions. And I don't know, when she, she started Wire... Um, I guess I got on her mailing list and and got that email and signed up and have been getting the messages and participating ever since. Um, and then in more recent years, uh, Kristen started the Wire Exec Forum to support um, people like myself who are in the research industry uh, having that C-suite title when, it, you know, we never had a forum to all come together in one place. And she gave us that forum and um, I've been doing that, I guess it's been three years now since the Wire Exec, the first Wire Exec retreat. And uh, I really love it. And I've gotten to know some really amazing people um, through my participation in that. So, yeah, it's, well, it it's, been, it's been a great journey. Let's take a break from this awesome content and listen to something from our awesome sponsor. The IIEX conference season has begun, and if you haven't registered for one of these events, you absolutely need to. Presented by Greenbook, IIEX is a global TED-inspired, future-focused event in the market research and insight space. On November 28th and 29th, join me in Bangkok for IIEX Asia Pacific. This event has an amazing speaker lineup, including me, and other thought leaders from Nestle, AirAsia, BBC, and Diageo. For registration and event details, visit IIEX-AP 
www.insightinnovation.org or just check out the link in our show notes. Plus, save 20% on registration with the promo code LITTLEBIRD. Remember, things happen first at IIEX. I can't wait to see you there. So tell us about what your day-to-day is there uh, as the CEO of G3 Translate and who you serve. Kind of give a little bit of background so that my listeners know, you know, where you're approaching this, the rest of this conversation from. Oh, definitely. So I own uh, or am a part owner of a foreign language translation services company uh, in New York City. We cater to uh, market researchers. We translate their surveys and their open ends, their reports, all of that stuff. So if you've ever uh, taken a survey in a foreign language, we probably had our fingers in it. I, at least I hope so. <laughs> um, and so my my day-to-day is dealing a lot um, with with what's going on in the business with our clients and, and making sure that we're, you know, constantly up to date with our offering and our services and technology. And so it can be challenging. It can be very challenging and uh, having a group like Wire to turn to and ask questions if something comes up and I'm really not sure how I should handle it um, because there's, you know, elements outside of just the, the the client relationships, but also the internal relationships with employees and uh, partners. And sometimes it's not always a cut and dry answer and you need that input from an outsider and I know that this this group of trusted women I can turn to and they can understand because they're sitting in a very similar spot to me and can look at it and give me a, a clearer perspective on it so I can step aside and, and look and say, okay, maybe I'm wrong and mm-hmm. um, I'm forcing my way in when I shouldn't or maybe I should be doing this or, or doing that or just getting ideas for totally different things. Uh, one of the ladies... Um, last year was talking about some things that she was doing to get better engagement out of her employees. And it was, it was just such a great idea. I took it back to the office and I'm like, we're totally going to do more (laughs) things like that. We're going to do these outings. We're going to do these prizes. We're going to do, you know, and it it really helped my business Mm. and, and, and having like these brainstorming sessions and these ideas and talking to, to people really, um, it was nice. It was nice to know. It's a, it's a nice network to know that they're there and I can reach out to them on Slack at any time and say, hey, here's a question. Can you please help? Right, right. Well, I always refer to entrepreneurship as the stunning discomfort of entrepreneurship. <laughs> so there's always something that, that we're facing, always some challenge. But also, you know, do you find with as the volume of work that you're doing, the volume of work that's in front of me, that sometimes it is actually lonely in the C-suite as well. And, you know, not having someone to bounce an idea off of right, you know, in that moment, um, you know, how, how has that been helpful for you? Have you made, um, you know, connections that are, um, you know, a little bit more one-on-one? I know that, you know, we, we have the free office hours with WIRE and we can get good counsel from other people who've had um, this similar experience or, and like you say, might have a different perspective. But have you been able to sustain some of those relationships over many years and, and, and make that maybe a little bit less of a lonely experience? Um, I would I would say yes. I mean, there are some some people that I met at the very first retreat that I still talk to on a pretty regular basis. And, uh, you know, it's not even all about business. Uh, it, it becomes also very personal. 
and uh, we've shared personal stories and, and, you know, especially a big, big thing for me and, and, and a lot of the women in, in the group was, uh, finding a work-life balance. And, um, you know, I, I was able to benefit from, uh, some very, uh, nice conversations with one of the women who's a little bit my senior. So she, she's been where I am now and, and was able to give me some nice solid advice on how to navigate what can be very tricky waters when you're, you know, trying to run a company and trying to have a family and have that five-year-old that's jumping all over you and climbing on you as you're <laughs> on a conference call or a podcast or whatever. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was really nice to, um, get her advice since her kids were older and she had done it and been there and kind of was able to, uh, say it's going to be okay, which yeah. felt really good. <laughs> and you have, you have a little bit of a different situation too. I've also seen you be able to mentor and give some great advice out to other people. Tell my listeners a little bit more about your setup, like the ownership of your company, because that is where sometimes we don't pull the, you know, the curtain back enough to really see that different people have different structures of who owns the company and how that works. Um, a lot of times we see the CEO and think, oh, they get to make all the decisions and make everything the way they want it to make. But you really have to collaborate. So can you can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about how your company is structured, um, you know, so that you can give that kind of expertise and, and draw from that experience to give to others? Um, sure. So there are four partners involved in G3. Uh, two of the partners are um, also ladies, women, uh, and a little bit, well, older than myself. And uh, they, they predominantly have invested uh, money into the business uh, when we, we first started. And then I have a, another partner who is my day-to-day partner. Um, his name's John. And um, it's almost like a marriage. Uh, because we we spend a great deal of time together. We travel together. I probably spend more time with him than I do with my actual husband. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's definitely, uh, we're totally different people and and also in different places in life. And so there's a lot of uh, collaboration between us on how we're going to do something and negotiation um, for who's going to, to, to get their way on certain things. And uh, sometimes you have to take a step back and, you know, know what, what, when to, uh, pick, what to pick, what battles to pick, what's mm-hmm. important and what's not important. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is, it is a bit of a balancing act and it's a little bit tricky, mm-hmm. um, when you have more than one voice that gets to say, uh, how things are going to go or, um, what you can spend your money on or not uh, for the company. Well, so, somehow you won that battle because you uh, at G3 Translate, you, your company has been a sponsor and a supporter of Wire. And, and Wire, we might add, is free for people to join. Um, you know, we pay at the executive level to do a little bit more sponsorship and underwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is free to join for people. And yet G3 Translate is actually you know, sponsoring that and really making this kind of mentorship and this kind of camaraderie, this kind of networking available to other women in the market research field. So, you know, was that was that a difficult battle you had to uh, you had to win or Um, how'd that happen? Well, with the wire, um, we we don't we're not a full time sponsor. We sponsor sometimes some of their events. Mm -hmm. um, And that's usually comes out of my um, marketing budget, which is kind of my domain. So it works out well. (laughs) 
we partner with them as well. And that was another uh, thing. So we're a wire partner. We give them all of their translations for free and want to promote so they can grow on a global scale and want to be there to help them with that. And I think that's just something that nobody could ever say no to in this business, knowing <laughs> that our, our business is communications and fostering that kind of growth and knowing that two of my uh, investors here and partners here at G3 are also women, they understand, you know, that this is a great uh, forum for women in research to all come together. And, and it's important for us to support that and to put the time and effort into it. Yeah. And some of the things that happen, you know, that you're translating for, obviously, there's surveys that are going around the world, but also there's uh, scholarships that people are putting money up for for women in research and mm-hmm. in different parts of the world and being able to make sure that those things are translated properly so that people who can find them and we can provide mentorship. That's super cool. And I, I love the way you guys are supporting that. So before we end, though, I want to talk a little bit about this awesome retreat that we were at. Um, And I wanted to hear your perspective. What did you learn from that? What did you take away or did it create bigger questions? What's next um, for you? So what what was that experience like for you this time? Um, Well, you know, this retreat, I I just love uh, the way that Kristen has structured it to make it, again, about the head and the heart, the business and the personal and it's so different from any other um, ev- industry event that I've ever gone to. I just um, really enjoyed uh, the fact that, you know, it wasn't all just about business, growing the business, being an entrepreneur, making money, doing this, employing people. It was really how that affects you personally, mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't think about that. It's a huge toll on your life to have these kinds of responsibilities and to be the one who's got to worry, like, have we sold enough to like make payroll? Are we, you know, going to be in business a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, what do we need to do? You know, that it weighs on your soul. Mm -hmm. And, and I think, uh, you know, meeting with other women who feel these pains and being able to talk about it openly and honestly for me, Mm -hmm was invaluable. Mm. I think just just being able to open up and say my thoughts and how I feel and get feedback and hear that I'm not alone, mm-hmm. that other people are there, they understand and they can give advice and you know the different exercises that we did I thought were just amazing and um I I really enjoyed it thoroughly. Every year I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a it's a great um a great setup. And mm-hmm. And I love that everything that you say stays in that room. Yeah, isn't that nice? (laughs) It is really nice. You know, you and I also, I think one thing that we share in that room is that you and I are peripheral services. You're Mm -hmm. not a market researcher. You're a translator. And I'm not a market researcher. I'm a marketer. And I always find it interesting. And then all the rest of them are market researchers. And to some degree or another, they're competing with each other. And yet they have this camaraderie where they can come in and even as competitors drop that for a little while and really just help each other out. And it's just really interesting. Have you noticed that, too, where you and I kind of have this unique, you know, um, unique seat in the house and we're not under, you know, the gun with any competitors? That's true. That is true. Yeah, no, I I never thought about it like that. But yeah, you're right. It makes me really (laughs) deeply appreciate, you know how that works. 
Um, you know, and just the kind of vulnerability and you're right, the kind of trust that people have. But, um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, some things you and I have talked about, about how things are shifting in the market research world. And it seemed like, um, you know, there it used to be a very female dominated industry. And you, I think, had a very interesting perspective of how that shifted. Just share share your thoughts. They don't have to be grounded in, you know, in data. Just tell me what you feel. You've been around, you know, the whole MRX world for long enough. Um, so tell me, tell me what you see. Sure. Well, I mean, when I first started um, in servicing market research in the in the translation function. Um, it felt like I would talk to people, a lot of a lot of smaller agencies, and you know, was, oh, my mom started this in her kitchen on her kitchen table, or my grandmother started on her kitchen table, and there are a lot of girls. I mean, there are a lot of women around, and um, which was really nice, and it seemed to me like it was a very female-friendly industry, um, being that so many women were researchers and interviewers, and and you know, doing this door-to-door. Um, data collection. And then it, it feels like now, um, the more events that I go to, the more conferences, there's a lot, lot of men and a lot of men in power. Um, a lot of male speakers, a lot of male panelists, a lot of male salespeople. And it's, it's funny because, you know, it, it's opinions and emotions and things you you know, maybe I'm being stereotypical. I'm terrible for saying this, but you associate <laughs> that women have more empathy than men, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, of women, you know, the know the questions to ask, mm-hmm. right? They know how to elicit a response. <laughs> a man like isn't necessarily is in tune with his uh, with him w- with his emotions and feelings. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe you know, I'm just terrible and wrong. But <laughs> this is my <laughs> podcast, Nancy. You get to say anything you want. <laughs> But, but so, you know, your perspective yeah, on that guys. shift is... There are lots of guys. There's yeah. CEO guys. There yeah. are, you know, chief research officer men. Like, there every conference I go to, it's guy, 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 guy speaking. Mm-hmm. And where are all the girls? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think Wire is going to change that. Yeah. And I see yeah. them changing that with their partnerships with Ezomar, with their partnerships with the Insights Association, you know doing these constant, like I go on my Slack channel from them and I see like call for speakers here, call for speakers there. And they're encouraging women to step up and be unafraid to use their voice. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, really great. Oh, I love what you have to say there. So do you have a couple of women that you're kind of pushing in the MR world saying, hey, you need to get out there. You need to be speaking at that conference. Has that been some of your experience? Um, well, I'm always asking people to speak for, you know, <laughs> stuff because I, I sit on a couple of different boards for uh, some organizations and, uh, and yeah, so yeah, I'm trying, trying hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you work with Insights Association and, and lead some of that. So you're bringing some of that mindset, some of that openness to, hey, well, what are some of the really expert women doing in this field and how can we bring that to the forefront? Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, for yeah. the New York chapter, we've had now several women presidents in a row. So mm-hmm. we're going to 
hopefully well, keep that streak going. Let's right. see what the membership says, but it seems to be on the upswing. <laughs> hey, the membership has spoken. That's what's going on. Exactly. Well, Nancy, thanks so much for coming on and just sharing a little bit about your your thoughts on Wire. And I do really appreciate what you what you do, what you what you continue to do to help uh, women to really take that courageous next step and step out there and just you know seeing you work and seeing you navigate the waters as a CEO. It is inspiring to me, and I, I really really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Priscilla. I appreciate being here. Thanks for the format to give a voice to my thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Flock Stars. We'd love to hear from you, so be sure to give us a review and rating on iTunes or wherever you downloaded this podcast. Happy marketing! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.